everyone, and welcome to episode number 97 of the Spoiler Cast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm joined by Barra. Hey, everyone. And Tristan. The Hello. Spoiler Cast is your, um, is your look at what we've been experiencing. Is this a TV show, a game, or some other such? And we, we spoil the crap out of it. Um, we don't <laughs> tell us about our tell tell you about our thoughts. We don't post them as often as we as as we used to, but every now and then we come out of retirement, so to speak, and <laughs> talk about talk about something. And today we're talking about The Last of Us season one, which aired on HBO. Um, this is a special one for us because we covered The Last of Us one and two, the game spoiler casts around the time they came out. And I'm actually having to look back and see like uh-huh. Last of Us one was one of the first podcasts. It was really it was one of our first episodes. And it was <laughs> wait, wait, years no. ago. wait a second. H- has this cast been going on for a decade? Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it has. <laughs> Wait a second. Obama was firmly president when you started this cast. Yep. That's amazing. I love it. Yep. I'm a terrible person for not knowing there's been going on this long. Uh so I actually I actually listened to part of our original Last of Us episode on my way home today. And what's really hilarious is it starts with us apologizing because it's been like two or three weeks since our last episode. <laughs> Maybe the last of us is the curse has been the curse all along and we just didn't know it. Uh, or maybe we just have, um, have other things and other priorities happening at, at this time in our lives, but yeah. I'm going to blame it on the last of us. Yeah. I mean, I also to yeah. be fair on like, uh, you know, our, our base and stuff like, again, it's like, you know, there's, we both are, are pretty busy and, you know, we've all been going through different life stuff, etc. Yeah. Um, but, you know, periodically, we always come back to it, and the cast has never died. Not going to because, like, it's a good way for us to connect as friends. And honestly, I think we all really enjoy talking about and hearing about some of the media that we really love. And I think that there's been mm-hmm. there have been a number of like really great conversations that have really um, uh, made me look at things in a different way from this cast that we've got to share with our two listeners and good sense in this show. Because uh, <laughs> I will never let that mean. Thank you for all of your support. Uh, but but no for like yeah. for in, in seriously like um I remember one point where it was like I was at actually that Iron Maiden concert where you guys saw Maiden for the first time. Um, Keith and I were just waiting forever to the person I drive in with to to get out. So I put on our um our uh, our get out episode and that's a, it. So we sometimes like we don't always do it, but sometimes we make damn good casts, and I I, I think that was one. Oh of yeah. Ready for this? Mm-hmm. This is this is a paragraph of text from the Last of Us spoiler cast. You got it. Also, console wars heat up as the boys dissect the recent changes to the Xbox One. <laughs> <laughs> Microsoft has reversed a lot of their previous policies. Find out how this affects you as a gamer. <laughs> I love it. Yep. I love it. Yep. Back when we were doing this often enough we could actually talk about news and have it be relevant well i mean let's also remember that this podcast was all you know this podcast also started long before covid broke our sense of time and space yeah um, yep. 
Yeah. I don't it's know season about... three of 2020, right? That's what we're on now? We're definitely in season three of 2020. Um, actually, no, we're in season four of 2020. Yeah, we are. Um, but, no, because, like, I mean, think about it. You know, like, it was one of the interesting things when we were doing, like, awards last time we did it, where, like, we didn't even do it having limited it to the year, per se, because, at least for me in this time of my life, and I think this is also um, kind of uh, a kind of a, a symptom of Xbox Live giving me so many games at my fingertips, both new and old. It's just like, it's less about like, oh, I'm excited for the new thing coming out, and more like, oh, now I'm going to play this thing I wanted to do to play for a while. You know, like it's because of pretty much the Netflixization of a lot of games libraries, it just makes it so it's a lot easier to go and like circle back to a game that you maybe didn't try beforehand. And at least to me, that's oftentimes a lot more appealing than the newest like AAA like release and such. Mm-hmm. And I say this as someone who's not going to front for like, you know, last year the new Halo was like my favorite thing. Like, so there are still some things that will get me, okay, it's out, I'm going to play it. But I don't really feel like I follow the cycle anymore. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and if I may, I am actually excited for a new thing coming up. Oh, that's great. Uh, I honestly can't... I've p- played a bit of the demo, and I cannot wait to get my hands on Resident Evil 4 Remake. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Same. Yeah. Same. That comes out Same. tomorrow? It comes out Friday. Wait, Friday. wait a second. So they they really are making a remake of Resident Evil 4? It comes out in two days, Barra. Holy fuck. Wow. I just thought there was, like, a cute, weird cartoon thing. Wait, so... Wow. Okay. Um, is someone who like played that game in college? Oh yeah, under your tutelage. And, oh yeah, and, like, uh, and wow, I love that's gonna be so much fun. It's gonna be so much um, fun. And what's it out on? What game? Uh, what... It should be. It'll be out on everything. Oh really? I can play it on my Xbox. I believe so. Yeah, I just yes, you can. I just don't know if it's gonna be on Game. It Pass. probably won't be on Game Pass. Is. I don't care if it's not on Game Pass. The one problem. I will give you my money, Capcom. You gave me what I need. The one problem, Barra. I yeah. have been trying desperately this week to fully relive my college experience, but okay. I cannot, for the life of me, find any balls. Oh, oh, oh the, the energy. Yeah, I, I know where you. I know where you can find where? balls. Tell me. Micro- Tell me now. Micro Micro Center in Cambridge. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, okay. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> I love, you'll love to see it. Well, if you um, ever want to build a computer and drink some balls, uh, come, out, come out to it's coming. Center. Yeah, so it's coming out Friday. Um, I'm working Friday, but I get home late. Uh, so when I get home, it's going right in my PS5. I'm starting the update, and I'll probably start playing it at midnight on Saturday. And I don't know oh, when I'll stop. I, I will start playing it, and uh, yeah, I think I will. I will because I don't fun. think we ever I, actually did an RE4 spoiler cast episode. We did. You know, I don't think cast. we did because yeah. it came out before we started yeah. doing the podcast. We did a spoiler cast on all Resident Evils, and one one of them yeah. got so. Party. I remember that distinctly, and I so was on the cast. We before. may need to do. After we do Signalis, uh, an RE4 new neutrospective. I mean, I'm very curious 
what Capcom is going to do with it because that's not a remaster. They're yeah. specifically saying remake. And maybe the Final Fantasy people just put up my expectations a little too high. But when I hear remake, I think a yeah. remix of the original game where it's just like, it's not just going to be we're going to improve the graphics. It's going to be mm-hmm. we're going to re-examine story elements, level elements, and it's going to be a nostalgic but also oh, yeah. new experience. So maybe that's not what it is. Maybe it's just a reskin. And the great thing about RE4 being one of the best games of all time is if it's yeah. a reskin, I won't be unhappy. But I'm more oh, yeah. excited if so and will be more hyped if it is a new game that that plays off so of that, there are all time a bunch of new mechanics. Um especially like regarding the knife. Um Ooh. and uh, uh, there is a demo out you can download and play now that is the village section. Oh shit. Barra, it's yeah. it's closer to the thing you want, which is it's been mm-hmm. rebuilt from the ground up with their new engine Ooh, and it has yeah. different story and gameplay bits from that the original. So great. it's not just a reskin, yeah. Oh yeah, so it's it's giving me what I, I want. I love I Capcom with money. Um, yeah, and that's going to be totally I love easy. Capcom with money. This is great. It's great. Um <laughs> Um, yeah, you know, I mean, like, I thought that, yeah, I think it's, uh, I'm incredibly excited for it, and, uh, yeah, I think it's mm-hmm. definitely going to be a worth a cast when we get done with it, because I do think that it's, if I remember correctly, RE4, even with me being terrible at video games, yeah. um, is also fairly breezy as well, like, you'll, um, especially, so, so yeah, I'm, now, uh, I'm down. Now, so, I also, uh, good. briefly touched but, on it, but Barra, so you fun. have started playing Signalis. Have you gotten any further? I have. Um, I need to start again. Okay. No, it, it, it burned me, Tris. Like, I, that, I, I'm going to try again, but I, I, again, it's just like, it might literally be just the things that make you happy in terms of like, you know, this feels like, you know, an old school adventure game slash survival horror thing will just frustrate me too much because I started playing those games mm-hmm. really earnest with when the RE4 revolution happened. So for me, a fun horror game doesn't mean also pain and suffering trying to figure things out. I can just run forward and immediately get yeah. people to death. Which is heretical, I know. Yeah. But uh, I, I like being able to real kick myself through the right. through exercise. Because I would love, love to do, do that a deep life. dive into that game. And even if you don't like it, I think that may actually work for a better cast. Because I fucking love it. I'll, now you know I'll how to get out of the shot. ship. I will, you know I will give it another shot and uh, we'll um, go from there. Yes, I do. Um, but speaking of stuff, uh, stuff though, that I think we all liked, although be interesting if we didn't. Um, nah, fuck the Last of Us. Let's keep talking about, about Resident Evil. Uh, <laughs> we want to talk about the Last of Us. That's that's that's, that's crazy, Barra. What do you want to talk about Last of Us for? I don't know. It's like the biggest show on the earth, and also everyone's now thirsting after Pedro Pascal um, yeah. in a large part because of it. But I mean, again, I just, he was thirstworthy before. I just really uh, love... I know. Like, I feel like all women now... I just love this Pedro Pascal becoming a... If you're going to launch someone, Pedro. An unintentional dad uh, cinematic universe we have going on. Yeah. And Ellie, and... Oh, because of Grogu, <laughs> as the Mandalorian, and then... <laughs> yep. A dad with no with, with no known kids. 
He just has yeah. that energy. <laughs> so yeah, the the entire season has has come out. So again, just another warning. We're going to talk yeah. about the whole season one of The Last of Us show on HBO now. So if you've played the yep. if you haven't played the game or watched the show and you want to, now's your chance to turn yep. back. Will... But I doubt it. If you're listening to this, you probably want to hear yep. us talk about it. So yep, uh, we will also. Um, I think all three of us finished avoid, the entire season. Uh, yes, spoiler, yes, yes, talking yes. about all done what comes in the second game slash may come in the second season. Gotcha. Exactly. So if you would like to hear uh, more the about the last we of Us, us too, we have episodes yeah. on that. Go back to listen to them. They're great. Here's, here's what I'll say about that too, is I don't mm-hmm. think there's a, there are some in references in this season to, the Last of Us Two, but in all honesty, it really is a retelling of The Last of Us One. So there really aren't there really aren't that many th- things, in my opinion, to discuss as it relates to Last of Us Two. Anyway, yeah, I I, I, I think the only real thing with Last of Us Two is um, what happened in things. Uh, <laughs> I hope it does. What I'm saying is that. <laughs> Gee, I wonder what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Well, here, because because I will be honest, because I'll be honest, I watched the first season of The Last of Us. I probably won't well, watch can, season. You two. know, let's let's make a thing right now. Or should we should but we should we bring up should we talk about Last of Us Part Two in reference? Because I I, I I feel like we actually should. Just we've already started going there, and I I think I, I think the conversation's right. valuable. And why don't we just say, hey, we're gonna spoil the Last of Us Part Two as well? Yeah. Um. I, I, well. I think it's- I hear what Tristan's saying, though, because, man, we really should have talked about this before we recorded, huh? Uh, (laughs) Because if you're somebody who hasn't... Let's talk about everything. Let's talk about the game. Let's talk about the show and one first, and then we'll say, now we're going to talk about how this might relate to part two, turn back if you want to do I'll tell you what. I will... I will put a... When we we get to that part, we'll, we'll make it a concerted piece... And I'll put a note in the in the episode for when we talk about it. How I think that that's sound? a great that's a great okay. idea um, because I do think that there's a lot of yeah. th- things are going to be very potentially interesting. Um, and also, it's interesting too. I'd be curious about is like to just hear what you all thoughts were about the season because in terms of going for uh, like I didn't play The Last of Us as a video game, right? so I didn't yep. have um, I didn't have the experience <laughs> of like going through this game, which you know apparently is an all time great excellent video game so i just watched it as a season and just as a season of television i thought it was quite good um normally i don't always i don't always like um uh, the hbo like you know behind the episode things always i think game of thrones kind of really burn me on that because D D are are idiots but um i actually mm-hmm. got some good insight by hearing the creators and the actors from that as well and overall i really enjoyed it um, although I do feel like this is was eight episodes of like solid post-apocalyptic character-driven story oh, yeah. and one fucking masterpiece that wrenched my heart out. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's just get right to it because it's the same for all of us, I think. <laughs> yeah. What was that masterpiece? 
I mean, it was Ron Swanson falling in love with another Frank man. Frank and Bill forever! <laughs> yeah, yeah, Frank and Frank Bill. Frank and Bill forever! Which apparently, this was, that was not at all how it went in the game, and like... No, they were, But in, in the show, it's just like this beautiful love story of two middle-aged gay men finding each other in the post apocalypse and making a life for each other. And then, yeah, and it was, it was beautiful... And it was beautiful and uh, and moving and and intense and amazingly acted and uh, fantastic oh, yeah. Linda Ronstadt mu- uh, uh, music. It was it was great. Um, oh yeah, like so, yeah, and that was it was a masterpiece of television. One of the best things I've seen on it. Oh. Ron Swanson was awesome. I mean, yeah, Nick Offerman oh, yeah. is such a good such a good so, actor. So Bill was m- like our favorite character from the first game. Um, I am a little sad. We didn't get our favorite line from Bill, which is, fuck it, but fuck it, Joel needs a car. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Bill, if you go back and listen to our uh, Last of Us 1 podcast, yeah, Bill was easily, like, hands down, like, fan favorite character. And when I heard he was being played by Nick Offerman, I was like, thank you, God. Um, and I will say, I will say, his story in the series is different from his story in the game. And I think it is better in the series. Yeah. Agreed. That's and what I've yeah. heard too. I would add that I turned to Ash when that episode was over because that episode I think was the longest mm-hmm. one. It was like an hour and yeah. change, hour twenty. And I, I turned to her and I was like, I would have I would have gone and seen this. Like if this was in a movie theater. Oh yeah. I mean it's a it's a full length movie, basically, and uh the story's awesome. It's such a cool concept for an episode and mm-hmm. I don't know. I just thought it was even just by itself was oh. worth uh, the oh. season, the price Hands of the season down. admission. I love their I love yeah, their garden I, party. We are yeah. not having a goddamn <laughs> garden party. Hard cut to garden party. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. I do agree. I do agree, though. In general, I, I think for the most part, my constant refrain through the series was. Yeah, this would have just been better as a show the whole time, and all of the decisions that were made by the um, by the team that created the show, I thought were for the better um, for the most part. There might have been a few things here and there that are better in the game for me, but most of it was I felt better in the show. No, I I felt that yeah, I thought that there was um yeah, and uh, I think in terms of that episode, it was it was pretty near it was mm-hmm. near fucking perfect. Um, the one thing, and this may, may be a little tough to deep end it, like, hurt me a little bit, and again, it's also, I think, based off of interpretation, is, is that, like, you know, the decision of, uh, the decision of Frank to, like, you know, to, to end his life and such, like, I wasn't inter- entirely comfortable with, like, you know, Lexi's pointing out, like, he may have been in terrible pain, and that's why he was doing it, but at least for me, textually, I didn't necessarily see that, and I don't, like, I feel like a number of times, like, in media, like, disability is shown as kind of, like, you know, the worst possible thing, and, like, whereas is it, like, at least from the outside, and again, maybe I should have seen the subtext that he was in terrible, like, physical pain and was suffering, that, like, it seemed like he was living his life pretty well, even with an elderly caregiver, and really just, like, the solution wasn't to kill yourself, but to have Joel and his and his girlfriend move in with you. The so two of you until you I, I I took like, it more as a I would rather go out 
gracefully on my own terms in this zombie apocalypse now that I am like wheelchair bound and I can't necessarily defend myself anymore then risk raiders or zombies or what have you not munching on me right which uh, again I, I, I can see that but it's just like I guess to me and this may be just my own internal stuff on, on this thing but it's just like I don't know like I just, like, to me, it seemed like they already had two people they trusted, not to mention there's a whole number of other, like, people. Like, you could literally just vet a kid, adopt the kid, and then the kid literally gets to live in paradise and, you know, just, like, help an old man in a wheelchair and push him around. And, like, man the amazing amount of firearms. Like, it's like, I just, like, I don't know, like, it may have been, and again, I know that this is kind of doing, like, I guess the... I guess the pedantic thing that sometimes annoys me about folks are like trying to like dig too deep because at the end of the day it's still a beautiful story and such. It's just that was like the one like off note is like, well why do why do they have to die? Like it's it's a be- it's a beautiful it's a it, it it's like has this beautiful tragic overarching love story, but I don't know I guess for me just like that is like well does it necessarily have to go this way? Even though it going that way still had some yeah. beautiful moments. Does that make sense? It does. I think for me that what they were trying to say, and I think they took, uh, to your point, Bear, a little bit of a roundabout way of getting there is that Bill's character has that arc of I'm by myself. I can live by myself. I don't need anybody else. Um, survival mode to at the end of the episode. Well, I don't want to live anymore without you, right. Frank. Yeah. No, and, and the thing is, Bill taking his own life, that didn't that that didn't bother me at all because yeah bill was like yeah like bill had in many ways a miserable life he just didn't really fully accept it until frank came in and then frank gave him a reason a reason for yeah. living and moving on so um, but, but yes, no it was, excellent episode yeah it's like i would i if someone told me like hey we filmed about to your point if it's like hey we filmed about 30 more minutes of bill and frank you can now watch you know, you can now watch uh love you for a long, long time in theaters, like, shut up and give me my money. I'm in the front <laughs> row for Amberson about it. Like, yes! Cry, give me my beautiful, wonderful gay love story. Um, yeah, just tear my heart out over and over again. So that was the favorite episode. Uh, oh, oh, one more thing was is that I was also hard for me to buy that that, I mean, that was also clearly not Lincoln and uh, or whatever, like, it was, I, I just, it was all, I will suspend my disbelief on it, but it was just like, I would have felt a lot better if it was like Florida, Massachusetts, or someplace else, because like, it was just way too fucking close to Boston for Fedra not to come poking around, you know? Yeah. Like, they have this, like, little place, and like, I know, like, you know, as someone who knows Massachusetts, that's really close, whereas it's like, there are certainly parts of Massachusetts that are truly bumfuck that yeah. no one would ever go to. Uh, like no, I've never even been to Florida, Massachusetts. I like uh, to think it's, a... and I like, and I like going to tiny little random towns, but I have not been up to that part of the Berkshires. <laughs> anyway, were there any? Were there any? Um, were there any naders or any uh, any episodes that we didn't like as much, or other highlights rather? Let's yeah. let's let's stick with let's the highlights. Stick with highlights. the other highlights. Yeah, what were some for you, Dan? Um, well, that one was really good. I, I really liked the, um, I really liked the episode with, um, 
Uh-huh. Oh my God, Henry and Sam. Like those, yeah, those episodes, which those is episodes which quite is a hilarious bit. Hilarious because um, that part yeah. with the sniper in the game was all of our least favorite part. In the game, yeah. we hated that yeah. part. I, I had, I, yeah. I had blocked out how much I hated that part until I heard myself talking about the bullshit I encountered. I'm like, oh right, that sucked. Wait, so in the game, that old man with the sniper rifle kills you a bunch until you finally figure out oh, yeah. how to advance on him and kill him? It's off. Uh, so at least when I played, he was scoring the most bullshit hits against me. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's it's it, it's kind of the thing where you're supposed to stay behind cover, or, and if you don't, you're or punished, Or if there's basically. even the tiniest pixel line of sight between him and any part of your body, you will get shot in it. For, for me, I think awful. some of my favorite the ep, that that episode was a standout episode three. I really liked the Henry and Sam episode, but I think I just really thought the oh yeah the acting was was really good across the board. And I thought most of the most of the I mean, they, listen, they're not voice actors; they're like you know live live although, action actors. But although a bunch, I thought of they voice did it. actors got cameos, which we can talk yes. about. Yeah, that was great. But like I thought. Oh, I yeah. thought obviously Joel and Ellie did a really good job. Uh, Pedro Pascal and Bella Ramsey. I thought Anna Torv was really, really good as Tess. Like I, I don't, oh, yeah. I don't. I'd have to go back and play the game, but I feel like I vastly preferred her characterization in the show, uh, Tess's characterization, than in the and in the game. Um, yeah, I, across the board, everybody was was really, really, really strong. Um, I really did like the actor who played. Uh, Henry, the actor who played Sam was a really cool. Did you guys watch the behind the scenes yeah, stuff about uh, was... Kayvon Woodard, the person who? Yeah, played the, Sam? The, the, he, he's he's deaf, you know, genuinely, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes, he's genuinely deaf. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah, I, I, I remember really seeing cool. that. That was that was awesome. And I really liked that he was deaf because that's not how it is in the game, if I'm not mistaken. I'm pretty sure that's a change. Uh. Yes. I. I I'd have to go back. I honestly can't remember. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was a change for the show, um, to make that interaction between Henry and Sam more interesting. And again, it's just another decision that was made that I thought was just, I you can in the, when you watch the behind the scenes stuff after the episode, or you can almost feel like I, hatred's probably a strong word, but you know the uh, Neil Druckmann is kind of like man, I really wish I did it this way. Or or sometimes he gets defensive of the material when <laughs> the TV show does it better. But yeah, I, don't know, I just thought it was really solid all around. I thought the... Uh, the how, about, I, how about you, Tristan? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I, I, I... Yeah, <laughs> I'm, trying, I'm trying to think of a better way to say it. But I'm also now like stuck in my head being like, I honestly can't remember. Was Sam in the original game? I don't... Huh? So... So I'm sorry, my brain's just all over the place. Try, definitely trying to remember a game I played ten years yeah. ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No yeah, worries. I, I think um, the, so. Oh, I'll also, yeah, go ahead. So a big standout for me too was also I really liked the um, uh, the best date ever turned worst date yeah. ever. That was that yeah. was that was a uh, very that was that was both that was both sweet and sad and. Uh, 
I I like the editorial decision to make it so the world ended in yep. 2004 because I thought it was um I thought it was cool that they how they then basically like okay what if material culture like grows at this point um it also kind of worked where like I think we're definitely beginning to get what the Gen Xers have been experiencing for a decade whereas that our own like nostalgia and cultural references are now being like baked mm-hmm. into movies and media because like. Mortal Kombat 2, at least to me, is a pretty quintessentially millennial experience. Um, that was an I, I didn't I never played Left Behind the DLC, so and I never really looked into it either. So that was all new content to me. Tristan, do you know if is it similar to the to the game I, at all? I assume it, it is. Yeah, it, it's pretty similar. Um, okay. there's a like a few little changes here and there because it is, you know, like the add-ons and stuff. Um, but no, I wouldn't say it's vastly different. It takes uh, place in the mall. Takes um, place in the mall. And actually, I, I do want to say uh, one thing that I really appreciated. They did a fantastic job for the series replicating areas from the show. Or from the game. I mean. Um, yeah, I know what like you mean. Yep. The scene in the flooded hotel. I was like, Oh my god, yes. I remember like as soon as I'm like, oh my god, no, I remember that part. I remember going there. Holy shit. Um yeah. in the game. <laughs> and they also did a really good job just it, with the environments in general. The um the Jackson, the town the Jackson oh, town yeah. in general is just ridiculous. It like so well done and lo- feels and looks so much like the like the game series. And also, just seems like they they put a ton of detail and effort into it. Like, well, we'll talk about the other things later. Yeah. We'll talk about Last well, of Us Two later. And <laughs> yeah. It's, um, so, so one of the things that I wish. So I I, I kind of all right. So one of the things the game does really well. One of the things I really liked about the first game was how it shows that nature is still going on even after humanity mm-hmm. is is got, done and gone and relegated to the back burner right because yeah. you have you have nature yep. sort of reclaiming cities and regrowing places and now sort of like running free with and we got the scene with the giraffes near the end um which is also originally from the yeah. game yeah, Lexi was saying the giraffe scene stuck oh, yeah. in the game as well. Um, is yep. that correct, honey? The yep. giraffe scene's great? Yeah. <laughs> she's in the background potting some plants into the pottery oh, that she's awesome. making. She's made. She's made all, all these cool this cool ceramics. Those are lovely. Um, so I so I almost wish I, I I almost wish that they had taken more time. Like I I wish. That I wish that the didn't do the entirety of the first game in one season. I I felt that way too, especially certain episodes like episode episode four. I think it is feels a bit like filler, but it's only because all of the other episodes yeah. get so much done. I think that. It's like, I, I couldn't believe it, honestly. Like, I think we were at episode six or seven. 
and I knew that there were only nine episodes of the series. I was like, oh, okay. So they're going to like, you know, cut cut the game a little bit and then season two, maybe they'll explore the end of the game. Nope, some of no, those they're moments. just, and they're I was just like, nope. plowing right through it. Um, I, so, so much so that the last episode did. to me it felt, felt extremely super rushed. Fast. It was just like, nope, nope, we're doing it. We're doing it. We're doing it. We're doing it. Um, it I yeah. personally thought that they would... Like, before we knew how far they were going to go, uh, my first thought was they'd probably end season one in winter. You know? So, yeah. So That's in what the I game, thought. That's what I thought. At the end of fall, yeah. uh, instead of, well, Joel doesn't get stabbed by a dude. He falls out of a building wrestling a, wrestling a guy and falls on a piece of rebar and is impaled by it. Yeah. And then it goes to winter. Yep. And you're playing as Allie. As Allie. And it's like, oh. Oh, no. Oh, God, what's just happened? And I was like, oh, that's the perfect place. That is like the perfect place to end the season. To, to end the season. To get people like yep. hooked. Gotta, gotta get season two. Gotta find out what happened to Joel, right? Um, And I wish they had taken more yep. time on a whole bunch of stuff. And I wish they had taken more time really digging into the the nature taking back over part because that's because yeah. that's the one thing i felt was really kind of missing from the show um because one of the changes they've made in the show over the game is um the use of the mycelium instead of the spores so in the game yeah. what the infected do is eventually when they like run out of energy or, or have like started to like fall apart to the point where they can't keep going what the infected do is they sort of root themselves down and we do sort of see that in one part of the show um and just start, yeah. start growing onto their surroundings and then start releasing spores lots of spores mm fuck tons of spores that are just as bad for you as getting bit um so in the game you have to navigate those sections with a gas mask on um and it that also in the game sort of reinforces that whole nature taking over after humanity feel now the mycelium network that they have going on in the show is really cool it's a really cool idea. It's like, but it tracks with actual like fungal biology, which is neat. And it comes up with a reason for uh, how a infected who has been dormant for a long time can sort of reactivate. Because in real life, what the fungal mm -hmm. networks do is they can actually transfer nutrients. Uh, between members of the network which makes so now if you have an infected in one place <clears throat> that has gone dormant but is still connected if if the network now needs to activate that infected it can by giving it nutrients and, re and sort of reanimate which makes a lot of sense. Right. It also gives you a reason why you could kill one infected, 
in one place and alert a whole ton somewhere else. Yeah, you you wonder if they're not going to steal back for The Last of Us 3 or whatever, if that ever comes out. And have like, it's just so perfect, right? Like having like st- yeah. plate traps, like you step on the, you step on something and trigger the, the people coming out of the woodwork. Like you can just picture no, it. No, I mean, it's um, definitely, I think, cool. Well, it's cool. Like I wasn't crazy about the, it being my ceiling and not spores at first, but they, it, I got sold on it. And uh, I did think it was also cool that they're like, okay. It initially spread so fast because of the flower thing. And I thought that um, that was pretty neat also how you saw that other people were eating flour, but like Joel and his yeah. family didn't. Because, and that's why because Joel like, was okay. on the low-carb diet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <Good> Atkins, baby. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll take your comment a step further, Tristan, and say that I didn't... I didn't see mm-hmm. a lot of nature or really zombies in in the show. Like it was a lot about the, the general like adventure of the two characters, and then a lot of just yeah. about the characters themselves interacting. It was with each a lot other. more about people than it was um, than it was the yeah. than it was the infected. I mean, I think that there was there's definitely the infected. Basically, I think the the impression you got, especially when you got out like when you got out into the west, which is it, the infected basically like created the conditions that then people that that people were living in and not that they were basically mm-hmm. the overall that they were overall like a major major problem and threat at least right. in the not very not not intensely densely populated places like the boston area definitely infected were were a far bigger bigger issue but you know that's mm-hmm. also more densely populated than flipping wyoming so uh, can we also say that that Native American couple who was oh, a yeah. cameo were fantastic? Like, I love them. <laughs> they were just like, just oh, so kiss. Um, yeah. Uh, the what do you what what what's everybody's thoughts on the the amount of content that's out there with with this? Like the podcasts that they have, the interviews, the behind the the behind the scenes there was so much that went along with each episode that you could watch or read i, I it almost felt like overkill it to me did, but i'm curious to hear what your I all thoughts are left it be I, you know i watched the after show bits um but that was kind of the extent i went to mainly because well but Same. also mainly because i had played the game <laughs> right and and the show really is very, in, in my opinion, I think as as much as something can very be very true to the, yeah. very faithful to the source yeah. material. That's what I was I going think it's, for. And it, to me, it is interesting that um, that the Last of Us as a game is is um, I don't know. To, to me, what I think is kind of fascinating is that like the Last of Us as a as a game is very highly regarded and. This thing, I think, is one of the first instances of just like being a video game that then is adapted into a cinematic medium, and it's also up, highly up, regarded up. as well. Um, I'm gonna stop you there. I'm I didn't say the first. Thank you. One of, as first. we all know, the first. I said, is Mortal Kombat 1995. <laughs> it's a decent movie. It is the first good is a video movie. game adaptation to a cinematic format. 
I will, yes. But, um, but also, like, I enjoy Mortal Kombat 1995, having seen it, like, as, as someone who likes cheesy 90s action movies that are also a bit more horrific in terms of letting the, uh, letting the uh, Asian character be the hero of the mm-hmm. damn martial arts movie. Um, even though it's made in the West, like, that was great. But, like, this is something where, like, you don't have to be a nerd with a specific niche taste to enjoy it. Like, this is very much it's made for mainstream, the fucking normies. <laughs> and I think that's awesome. Yeah, so- like, it's, it's really cool that, like, they managed to make an adaptation that works for, that works for, a, works for a broader and wider audience. Like, I thought that was, that was pretty cool. In terms of, like, the large amount of content, like, I only watched the behind the scenes. It's fascinating to me that they made so much content. I think it can only be because this is a combination of a mm-hmm. team that was very invested in making the show, and then you have this whole bunch of people who were very invested in building up the game world. So basically, you had a bunch of people who are like, we'll make this extra content. And they're like, great, we're going to pay you for it. So yeah, let's make the podcast. Yeah, Because um, not every show or movie has people with like the knowledge or passion to make additional content. That also, you know, people will think, oh, people would reasonably want to do this and make it happen. So I, I feel it was kind of like a perfect storm that there was just enough of it there. But th- that's my best guess. What do you think of all that, Dan? I agree. I, I listened and watched some of it and then eventually stopped because it was kind of like congratulatory little, or something. Like, I don't much. know. It was it, like, yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, it's a little much. Um <clears throat> All right, so we talked about that. We um, does anybody else have anything specific they wanted to touch on? I, I do want to talk about Last of well, Us, the Last of Us Two factor. Oh, but go ahead, bro. Before we do that, I want to get other thoughts. Uh, well, I mean, I think in terms of other standout episodes for me, um, you know, like the romance one yeah. was great. Um, I liked the stuff. I, I liked the episode with Tommy. It was pretty great where it's like, uh, yeah. uh, no, <laughs> yeah. we live in a commune. We're communists. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that that was the best line in the whole series. Like, yes. Perfect. Uh, and you know, the whole like creepy, groomy yep. rapist priest was suitably well. disturbing. That was a good episode and really, yeah. I That, that episode, I was like, uh, my partner, she was yeah. like really uncomfortable with that episode. Um, on yeah. so many levels and it ended yeah. up, I was like I forgot how violent video games are sometimes <laughs> <laughs> because that was probably the closest that was probably the closest episode yeah. to Which, just matching the sheer amount of violence that you see other than the, the finale right. the amount of violence you see at a given session of, right. of the game and ex- it was extremely I think oh, more yeah. so than a lot of the other Episodes, it was extremely close to the well, game material, like shot by I shot. I heard from Lexi that, like, in the game, you develop more of a rapport with him. Like, you go and clear out to zombies, etc., which makes his betrayal sting even more in the game yes. when you realize that he's a monster. Yeah. You do way more with, yeah. uh, with that group before you find out exactly what their deal is. And so, yeah. Yeah, so the, basically the scene, the scene where he talks to Ellie when they're out there in the in the in the winter or in the woods and he basically says oh yeah we actually um a couple of our friends got killed by a man and his daughter and looks at her or a man and a little girl i forgot how he puts it um there's a lot of build-up that happens before that when you're building rapport and like fighting zombies and exploring stuff so with the just guy. for for that part of 
like Ellie and the monster. Um, what 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 hit you? What hit you more in terms of that? Because it sounds like they both did a good job, but was it the, was that actually an instance where the game hit the mark better than the show? Uh, I'd say probably a little better because it does take more time on it. Agreed. Um, that's the only reason why, and this goes back to Tristan's point from earlier, where it would have been nice if there was a slower build. You know. Yeah, like maybe, maybe every, and again, I'm not a show creator, so what do I know? And these things cost money, but it's like maybe every, every other episode or something have a, like more of like a traveling, Mm -hmm. a traveling episode or more of like a survival episode so that it's. Yeah, because what the, because what the show cuts out from the game is hours of sneakily taking out clickers, scavenging, building shit, uh, pushing Ellie on a raft because she can't swim, uh, <laughs> finding ladders, mm-hmm. <laughs> just hours and hours of that stuff is cut out. But I'm actually, I was actually really shocked that they didn't have a whole episode devoted to, um, right. The sewer people, as I call them, they just sort of brought them up in the middle of, uh, endurance, the endurance, yeah, and then, but they're not there. Kansas city. It's like, yeah, it's just like, okay. Yeah. Who are the, who are the sewer people? So the um, the scene where they where they get they go in the sewers and Henry says like oh yeah there's actually no infected in the sewer right and they go down there and there's like a like a nursery right, right. for for little kids there's like a whole gameplay area there in the game where it is it is infested yeah. with clickers first of all <laughs> <laughs> and, and 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 second of all there's a whole story and it's probably one of the best examples oh, yeah. of environmental storytelling of like any game ever. Like you're going through this thing and you like, you kind of see how things played out in this city and how it all, this, this town that they had down in the sewer and how it all fell apart. Um, they have a call out to the, the person in it. I forget Aish. his name that they, they have like a drawing. I believe of the it's person. Aish. Yeah. I just looked it up. Uh, yes. Um, yes. Yeah. The one, yes. yes. Like, the- yes. Yeah, you would know that like the, the one yeah. like good Fedra guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like a hero, and there's a whole storyline there yeah. that they just kind of gloss over. Like, man. Yeah. Right. No. So we should probably talk about the ending. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Oh talk yeah. About oh yeah. Huh? Uh, I I maintain my original stance, which is, I maintain my original stance. Joel did nothing wrong. Joel did nothing wrong. Uh, I disagree. I I forget what I what's said your, in the original podcast. So, but one thing I one thing I one thing I will say about the game, if I remember correctly, from the show, is that it paints the game paints the fireflies as more mm-hmm. incompetent and more malicious. The show. Then they paint oh, yeah. them in the show. So, it, in the game, it's like um, you get lots of materials throughout that basically suggest like these people don't know yeah, what they're... they're doing, and they're like experimenting on lots of people yeah. and killing them. And then you get to this place, and they basically forcibly hold Joel down, and like they don't. I don't know if they necessarily lie to him. 
but they basically mm-hmm. try to keep him from they're like no we're doing this and uh and joel goes um, yeah no <laughs> yeah and but they do it in yeah. a more malicious way in the game than they do in the show i think it's much much more gray well, so here's the, the show so, well in a good way well, well sort well, of except so, they speed so here's, through it here, here's my takeaway from the show in that is here's what we see is joel and ellie get flashbanged knocked unconscious yeah. ellie is immediately moved into surgery presumably yeah. and then drugged presumably still unconscious after the flashbang They, so the big thing is the Fireflies never even asked or checked. Yeah. And, and you learn throughout the game that, yeah, they've tried, tested, experimented on other people and have had zero success. It, in both the game and the show, if I'm not mistaken, they mm. don't give, they don't nope. ask for consent from at anybody, all from anybody, including Ellie to say like, Hey, this is what we're going to do. And it actually becomes a a, a thing like yeah. well we'll talk about the we'll talk about, the, we'll talk about last of us two later. I mean, but there, uh, I'm curious to get your thoughts on it's, it. It's an interest. It's an interesting situation. Um, you know, it's just like, you know, I think obviously not giving Ellie a choice definitely really makes the moral stances of it um, pretty unfavorable to the Fireflies. Uh, that being said, you know, like, Joel does, like, a fucking mass shooter rampage through there. Um, yeah. Also, yeah. Spoilers. Spoilers. That's just yeah. Joel giving 100%. Yeah, like, and it's just like, <laughs> it's also, like, it really, it's also about, like, the question of, like, is it, you know, this is really, you know, like, this can possibly, um, you know, this really, you know, I mean, I guess the question, it, it, it's interesting that they're about how ambiguous, even in the show, it makes that this really could potentially have a cure and such because they don't. Because so, if it if it is the case where like you sacrifice this one person and the world is cured, well then that's that becomes you know that's a classic dicey moral problem. But I almost feel in some ways it can be a little bit of a cop out with the grayness. But then again, as to me, what I feel is a little odd is that their whole theory of everything. Which is that we take part of the brain, we, we take the cordyceps that's been growing in her brain, and we use this to manufacture a cure. Like, people biopsy the brain all the time. In theory, if you can mass produce it, you don't have to take her whole fucking brain. You can take a biopsy of it. No. Like, it's, so it's, so, it, so, so, so I, I, I guess the thing is that I don't know if, I don't think Joel did nothing wrong. Um, I guess I would lean. I would lean on give Ellie a choice, and also lean on. I would lean on saving the world because it's literally the fucking world we're talking about. But here's but yeah. the thing, Barra. Here's here's my yeah. stance on it: is the, the potential payout of this surgery is next to pointless. Why? And let me make my point. So first of all. Let's say Ellie gives her life, and let's say even with this ramshackle, like, chuckle fucks, managed to create, like, an inoculation against the infection, right? Say they are even that successful. First of all, the world is still fucked. 
Mankind is not regaining our ground as the dominant species anytime soon. Secondly, they have the, the cure. This one small militia group that has proven to be pretty overwhelmingly incompetent in regard in like comparison to say Fedra or even the other militant groups. So one small group has this. Right. Right? Who's to say they don't get fucking wiped the fuck out by another group, by raiders, by uh, they oops, we accidentally opened the basement to the hospital which was filled which had a rat king in it and murdered all of us before we could produce the cure. I guess to me, I guess fundamentally if it was if it was basic if the choice is Ali dies or you get a cure, then even with the limita- logistical limitations that you're talking about with the cure, I definitely say that you know like Ali dies. That say that I mean, and that's that's a terrible thing to say, and it really bristles my like inner humanist and such. Well, this looks like it's like they saved so many people in that situation. That's like a casualty of war almost. But the issue is where I think where Joel's a lot more justified is that. That is not clear. And also, they do not loop her in on something where it is not going to be a one-to-one choice for a cure. Um, and uh, no. so, again, I don't... I know this may sound like a cop-out, but, like, I don't think Joel was wrong, but I'm not also entirely comfortable with Joel's decision. Like, Also, that... Also- he, also, he also kills a lot of innocent people, like, a lot of people, and a lot of people who, like, I don't know, aren't allowed to defend mm-hmm. themselves. Some of them are. Um, and it's also the really the only time in the show yeah. that there are that many yeah. casualties. Where in the game, that's how they build their scenarios. So there's a lot of scenes where you're shooting yeah. and killing a lot of people. Because it's a game. And that's the, also, the gameplay loop. So I think that also doesn't help the, that doesn't help the case also, against Joel. Also, and Joel, we rather. don't learn this until later on. Um, well, no, no. But whoa, it's not even a spoiler. It's not even a spoiler. But that doctor isn't a doctor. He's a veterinarian. Well, I do think that... But the flip side <laughs> of the, do- the thing, though, is that, like, I actually think him killing the doctor is actually one of the more unconscionable things he does. Like, save... Because the thing is, yeah. saving Ellie, doing something... Right. Like, that, that, killing that, the person yeah. who, in theory, can create a cure if Ellie ever decides to consent to it, or if they find someone else who can consent to it, or they capture someone else, etc., is pretty unconscionable. Like, and I get why he did it to make it so that there wouldn't be an incentive to go chase his daughter, but it's also like yep. that to me was an immoral calculation because you are shutting off the opportunity to create a cure, possibly with Ali's consent. So yeah, I think that that was um to me. So again, Joe was not all wrong, but that certainly was I think a bad thing that he did. What did you think, Dan? What are your yeah. thoughts? I'm very curious in your story. I think, I think in the, I think if I had to pick a side, because I and I want to do that here, just because I'll just that way I'm making a decision, because it is gray, it is ultimately a really gray situation. I think in the game, it does, and Tristan's gonna be like, "That's not what you said, Dan, ten years ago." That's fine. Uh, I'm actually, I don't remember what I said about the ending. You can, you can check my notes, but I think in the game. Joel's a bit more justified 
um, both in tone and the way the game's going and what you know leading up to it and some of the minor points in the show I, I actually lean more in the direction of the um, of the fireflies based on the, the information they do give you in the in the show and the way that it all happens juxtaposed against how everything else has gone thus far where he's just going around killing everybody and then walks in and just kills the, the doctor in cold blood and he doesn't kill the other two but he you know goes on a, a bit of a rampage yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, that's my thought it was interesting that he didn't kill the other two I almost feel like the reason why he didn't do that was actually to make Joel seem not totally unsympathetic. Um, like, I don't, like, you know, for, mm-hmm. you know, not to be too yeah, role-playing yeah. dirty, but I feel like that was actually out of character for Joel not to murder the two nurses as well. But on the flip side, if he murders the two sobbing women, then that's really going to make people feel very bad about yeah. Pedro Daddy Pascal. <laughs> yeah. Well, well yeah. let's also not forget, though, that both the game and the show make it very clear that Joel has done some bad right, shit. Right, But there's a difference between bad yeah. shit right, on yeah. camera and bad shit off camera. Bad shit camera, yeah. Yeah. But you also, you also, yep. it also drives home the idea that Joel is not necessarily a malicious person. That mm-hmm. if, that, that if he doesn't have to, like, like he will do what needs to be done, even if that is unconscionable or unpalatable. Mm-hmm. That he is a in the end survivor. Yeah one. Yeah one of the one of the themes the games talk about a lot more than I think the show does is portraying Joel as like an animalistic person or an animal. Yeah, protecting their young. Um, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of visual, there's a lot of imagery in the games that point him as, point him as like he an animal. He is Papa Bear. Than a, and he gonna protect. Yeah. He yeah, gonna protect. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. He's Papa Bear. He's he Papa gonna protect Bear. his cup. Exactly. Yeah. And over the course of the game, you, which is again, much longer, you spend a lot longer with these characters and so, by the end, like you, you've also had a chance to play as Ellie. So you are way more invested in the game at that point. With no, 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 this is the choice I'm going to make because I've just spent all this time falling in love with these characters and their and their interactions and dichotomy. And yeah, no, I am going to see this through to the end, and I'm going to protect Ellie. Well, you also, also can't you can't not, not protect. Yeah. I mean, you can't. You can't not protect Ellie in the game. <laughs> you're playing what they want you to do. You know, it's not like an RPG in that way. You, yeah. you're playing the movie. So, um, no, Barry, do you mean, have any other thoughts it's, on it's, it? It's a that you want to share on the on the ending and, at all? And yeah, I mean, I think that really the only thing I can lean towards at the moment is that he shouldn't have killed the doctor. But on the flip side, it's just like it's it's still understandable mm-hmm. what he did, even though it's just like. It's tough. It's it's all. It is a. It is one of those genuinely tough things. Where like you know, what would you do in that situation? Um, realistically, I definitely would make sure that my kid was alive. Um, is the other thing. Yep. I. You know, 
the other thing I'll say about the um, the show is that it's not really a struggle. It's yeah. kind of like John Wick. Like he's yeah. just he's just he's just going through like an assassin mowing these people down, which <laughs> no, I don't no. think helps but his case. And in the game, it's more of a struggle. Like he's you know he's fighting against these people and they're it's more of a struggle in the game. But I kind of like it in the show because in the yeah. show we don't see Joel doing bad shit. And we haven't seen cold, hard, survival, absolutely focused Joel. We haven't seen, yeah. we haven't seen, there is no line I won't cross to survive or to make sure the person I care about survives Joel until this point. Yeah. And I like that it is yeah. kind of jarring that it's like, no, no, no. This is who he is when he needs to be. Yeah, I think there's also a difference to that point between what we think is, you know, I think there's a difference between is Joel justified in doing it and is it something Joel would do, right? And it's definitely oh, something yeah. Joel would do based on what we know about his character, but it's, di- it's a different conversation. So we want to talk about part two now? It. Morally. Yeah. <laughs> now that we're riled up. <laughs> so let's talk about the hot garbage that is The Last of Us Part 2. This is your final oh. time to turn away before the hype train goes full on. <laughs> goes full derailed. No, and and I, again, we're going to talk about Last of Us 2 spoilers, but I, I will also, again, note that I'm leaving the. I'll leave a, yeah. a timestamp. Why don't we, so why don't we put a little musical interlude? Stop listening. Yeah. Okay, sounds good. Music goes here, music goes there. Uh, in any case, I mean, what's interesting, what I'm most fascinated about the part two situation um, is is that I am curious, since in part two Joel dies pretty early on, what they're going to do with that. I'm curious yep. whether Joel still dies in part two or whether what I think is going to happen is that he will die, but they're going to shift around the order of events so we get to keep Pedro around for a full season or two extra. I imagine they will probably shift the order just of events around it, to fucking to keep, milk it. Just, just, just to milk it. Um, but also, and I imagine what they'll probably do is they will probably have a series of extended flashbacks throughout it, so that you'll have uh, Ellie and Abby. Like, I, I imagine that they may end up doing almost kind of what they did for the first season mm. of The Witcher, where you will have like these two concurrent storylines taking place kind of in different time zones mm. using like flashbacks and using like other stuff with Joel to sort of like pad that out and to keep him in there. I, the, the thing for me about the last of us part two is that beyond the mm-hmm. Pedro Pascal factor and the marketability the story itself, like I, I'll have to look back, but my, if my memory 
if my memory is correct, my the distinction I make is I, I liked the story of Last of Us one more, and I really didn't like the gameplay. But The Last of Us Part Two, I quite liked the gameplay. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't really like yeah, the that story. Was, <laughs> that, that was basically my stance on it as well. Because one of the things I really like about Last of Us, the original Last of Us, is you have to remember this comes out in a post Walking Dead world. And yeah. what the first last what the Last of Us is really good about doing is it is telling a story in a zombie apocalypse that is not a zombie apocalypse story. Right? It is a it is a story right. about family, about the journey, about the travels, about these two characters, these two people, and finding and connecting. And it doesn't fall back on the trope, or at least not all the time. Of no, in a zombie apocalypse, people are the real monsters. It's no, no, people are people and they will do what they need to to survive. But we can already see in Last of Us that what do people do in this apocalypse? What would people actually do? Is they form communities, right? They band together and form mm-hmm. and form villages, they form towns, they form full-on communal groups and band together to survive in a in more than just a it's a rugged band of survivors fighting the zomboids and having to deal with evil people all the time it's right and so in in that context last of us one the story of last of us is a very kind of fresh take and it's one we've seen a lot more now recently now that we have god of war and god of war ragnarok and um oh god uh i was on a is it another sony game yeah basically probably um like like we've seen that a lot more since then but it at the time was still this very nice fresh story Whereas the problem I have with The Last of Us Part 2 is that it becomes a bog standard, no, no, revenge isn't worth it story. Yeah, I wonder, you guys talk about going back in time and having different stories, but there's so much back and forth to cover at that point between Ellie's story, between the past story with Joel, between Mm -hmm. Abby's storyline. I do wonder, I almost wonder if they're going to spend a good amount of time at the beginning of season two going back through Abby's background, like leading up to the events of the second game. So what, you know, her upbringing, maybe maybe she's with, with, with her, with her dad. And then a few episodes spent that way so that there's more impact when I certainly hope find out because the other big problem I had with Last of Us Part 2 is that in the game, Abby is a completely unsympathetic character. Like, like Abby in the second game is just such a terrible human being that I could not find a way to empathize with her situation and could not be asked to keep playing through her campaign. Yeah, the other other thing is, it's interesting because there was so much there was so much backlash when the game came out um, and so many threats. I wonder how they're going to, for that, from that perspective too, like, are they worried that 
they're going to get death threats and other things for how they treat it. And are they going to, um, I don't want to say the word, I don't want to say cave, but so, are they going to just avoid that altogether? Cause they don't want to deal with it. Or are so they going to really push, going you know, double down on story content backlash? Um, I saw that. And <laughs> gotcha. to me, Got it. what I think is interesting about that is, is that, um, I think that's honestly a good observation um, that actually the film critic Bob Chipman's been making a lot, which I've been very much coming around to a lot, that like the internet is not real life. And if you listen to online fandom too much in terms mm-hmm. of like what's yeah. going to be yeah. successful and what's yeah. not, yeah. they are going to wind up in disaster. I mean, one of the things that he points out is that like a show that has like yeah. 0.0 online buzz is Yellowstone. And that's the biggest thing on television. It has multiple spinoffs. It's ginormous. Half of oh, your yeah. parents and all of their friends watch it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But like, it, it, it has no thing. And yeah. similarly, you know, Succession has so much internet buzz, and it, it doesn't make much of a thing. And, well, well, much of a dent. And like, there, yes, there's things that the internet loves that the rest of the population loves. Obviously, The Last of Us is one of them. But like, just because the you, people are buying tickets for something that highly online yeah. people also post a lot about doesn't mean that the highly online people are tapped into what really drives things. So I think that um, yeah. the last of us creators are yeah. very much into what they do and how they do it. And I think that's what's been cool about this season is, is that it seems that they are very good on revising their property to fit the medium that they're retelling the story in. So I honestly think that that's probably what will happen is that they will revise the story of part two based off the medium. Um, and advantage of medium is you do get to revisit it. I, you know, I don't know how unsympathetic Abby comes off or not having not played the game, but obviously, you know, if that is kind of a larger experience for people in general, they'll probably will revise the character, give her additional context, etc. So, you know, like, I think it's, so I don't, uh, I don't think that they're going to cave to the internet. I think that they're a lot tougher and smarter. And they, and they shouldn't. They, they absolutely shouldn't. They shouldn't. Um, because, because oh, yeah. yeah, and I do think that there are, um, you know, having read the summer, uh, the, the synopsis of part two, it does see, and also remembering from our cast, it does seem like a bit of a hot fucking mess in terms of a story. Um, in terms of like themes and such, it seems like it's on the one hand, like, oh, You've got to move away from like vigilanteism and the cycle of revenge, but also like it doesn't necessarily stick the landing totally on that. But that being said, that's a classic storytelling thing. And I have a feeling if they can turn the bill section from like entertaining portion of it to like fucking moving movie, they can stick those really ancient themes of, of revenge and its limits and, you know, make a, make something excellent. Especially since you have Bella Ramsey. She's a yep. great actress. Like, you know, they, we can't, I don't think we could really underestimate how good performances really breathe life into the story in the medium they chose to do. She's great. And I think she'll, and I'm looking forward to seeing her again. Yeah. So, some, so while we're talking, uh, so some things they have set up for season, for part two, uh, here in season one is, the uh, com- Tommy's commune was not in the first yep. game. Correct. Um, yeah. In the first game, you meet Tommy, and I believe it's it's at the uh, hydroelectric dam. 
It is. It's not the dam that they actually show yeah. in the sh- in the that show. They are working to yeah. liberate it and clean it out to provide power, and that power ends up going to right. the commune. But we don't actually see that or any of that stuff until the second game. Uh, so they introduce right. that early on, uh, which actually, you know what? Having seen that, going back to the ending, it it does kind of change. At least a little bit, um, Joel's motivations for killing the doctor, because it can you could then read it as it's not just making sure they don't have a reason to come after Ellie, it's making sure that if they go after Ellie, they're going after the commune, and that means they're going after Tommy and his wife and their kid, right. because right. he's taking Ellie back to the commune to try and live a happy life with and have like an actual family going on. So, there's something else to chew on, but... Um, what I wonder is... Part of... Part of 2... Is... The reveal... Uh, to other characters that Ellie is immune. And in part 2... Uh, that happens... Uh, because Ellie and this other character fall into an area filled with spores and one of the gas masks breaks. And so Ellie gives up her gas mask and has to reassure the other character that no, no, I don't need it because I'm immune. And I'm wondering... They yeah, so they could do so much with that. I, they could just have like a she I just, blocks it with a I bite. I really don't yeah. want it to be another bite, though. God damn it! I really don't want it to be another bite. So many people get fucking bit in season one of the show. I really don't want it to be another fucking bite in part of season two. <laughs> It'd be like another one. Yeah. God, come on. Yeah, they could also expand it. Maybe there are spores yeah. in certain places that are really well, bad. But also, there's a time jump of five years. Right. So so they could go, yeah. it's taken this long for the first ones to root, or what have you. So who knows? Who knows? Yep. Yep. Um, two also... is also a little weird because it spends way more time in the cities than it does yeah. in the wilderness. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, I do kind of want to see, um, you know, my birth town of Seattle apocalypsed in live action. Like, part of me really wants to see that, because I think that'd be really cool. Um, yeah, you know, there's... Come to think of it, though, there's a lot of different stories in that second game. I think that's part of the problem, reason yeah. why it's so disjointed to me when I was playing it. But there's so many different storylines that they really could do, like, different background. They could have a story about... Was it Lev, I think, is the name of the character from the second game? There story and that village yeah. with the people who whistle there's a lot they like could there's do. a lot they could do 
Well, we'll see. A whole. Uh, but Tristan's I, not going to watch I it. I probably won't. Wait, why? <laughs> I'm going to be honest. Until, at least until it's all out. But why? Because, because unless they change a whole bunch of stuff to make her more sympathetic, I just I I've seen that same storyline way too many times. Yeah. I would Same. I would put faith in the creators of the show though. Like everything that was weird or bad about the the first one, not that there was a ton, but like I don't know. I just thought it was well written and like they made a lot of really good decisions. I I'd, I would put my I would put my faith in them. Yeah, I just don't I mean, know like, where it's going to go, and I'm excited to it see. It sounds like in the, it sounds like um, everything I saw from you hearing about the game and then doing that like. Ellie's relationship with her girlfriend and her girlfriend's ex-boyfriend, who's also the father of, her, of the child, that all seemed like very weird and messy in the game. Um, I one thousand percent guarantee you, or like I'm gonna call a shot right now, and in three years you can go back to this called shot. Maybe put it's called called shot. I think what's going to happen is is that um, what in, instead of having like a messy bad love triangle situation old love triangle situation that's resolved by like the boyfriend slash father or child being murdered what's I, I still think he dies but instead of it just being an uncomfy thing i think you're actually going to have a non-triangle polyamory situation where like ellie has a girlfriend the girlfriend has a boyfriend and they're all going to be raising a kid together uh so, like, I think it's probably just going to be, like, Zoomer polyamory is what they're going to do instead of just having, like, you know, basically a bad, messy love triangle. Maybe that's just me, but that, to me, just seems a lot more elegant and dignified than just having, like, oh, I broke up with my boyfriend, now I'm with you, but now I'm pregnant with this kid, and now he's... But BT dubs, I'm... BT dubs, exactly. I'm already it's pregnant. Exactly. Like, I feel a lot better. It's like, oh, you know, like, I have a girlfriend, and I also have a boyfriend, and they're not together because my girlfriend's a lesbian and he's not into her, but we all are going to raise this kid together in the post-apocalypse. So, like, that just seems a lot more so dignified. My... Maybe I'm just wrong. Maybe I'm crazy here, but I feel like that would translate better to the screen. So, this is my boyfriend, Kazuma Kiryu, <laughs> and this is his boyfriend, Goro Majima. <laughs> <laughs> is everything a JoJo's reference? Oh, no, that's enough. a Yakuza reference. <laughs> is Yakuza a JoJo's reference? <laughs> Partially, yes. <laughs> strong, strong, strong. Uh, but yeah, I, I just feel like that they'll do. I, I just, I do have faith in the writers to um, make things not messy. Um, and uh, and yeah, in terms of like making a villain sympathetic enough for normie television, I mean, gosh, people were standing Walter White who is a terrible human being from the very beginning, I think they can make Abby somewhat redeeming. Yeah, I think they will. I think it's... If they can do it right, I think it'll be really cool. I just... We'll see. I definitely think there's more they're going to do to the adaptation for part two than they did with part one. I'll just put it that way. And and again, you say what you will about the characters themselves being likable or not. I just thought the the story overall was way yeah. more disjointed and aimless in, in a way. And like, I don't know, as I was playing through it, I wasn't like, yeah, this is the classic revenge tale. It just felt like I was playing a game and there was a story happening in the background. So we'll see. But I'll bet Tristan's going to watch it anyway. I'll bet. 
Well, now I just won't. Now I just won't. <laughs> I just, I just, I just so, <laughs> now I just won't. So there. Yep. <laughs> just to be difficult. Awesome. Are there? <laughs> are there any other thoughts on Last of Us season one? An overall really good show that you recommend um, I, watching. I want to also give a shout out uh, to the scene where they are in the Congress building fighting the clickers. Oh, yeah, it's great. Oh, yes. oh, that scene is so good. It is so tense, and there's so much, such good, like, back and forth with the, like, okay, how much can this thing actually see me? Chuck the bottle! Okay, that distracted... No, it distracted enough. The, the clickers were great. That scene was great. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I will say one other thing that I appreciated about... And maybe this is also the case of the game, but definitely in the show... I appreciate that The Last of Us, as you were saying, Tris, didn't just go into the whole thing like, oh, humans are just evil and, like, you know, now that society is over, everyone is just destroying their mother. Where it's just like, I that post-apocalyptic trait actually drives me a little crazy because a lot of times what happens when things, terrible things go go down is, is that um, people actually band together and they cooperate. And, like, the yeah. Jackson thing isn't because yeah. people were, like... People doing what they did in Jackson is far more is far more common than like you look is the more expected situation than like Lord Humongous and uh, rides you know rides out or rides at the head of his throng like even the Fedra situation which was yeah. totalitarian and awful that's people organizing and come together coming together and you know like creating a and creating a system like people create communities and systems even in breakdowns especially I would argue in breakdowns yeah. and I'd also say that. Oh yeah, it's it's how we have survived. We're social as a animals. species up we to are this point. Um, and uh, and yeah, and like the natural state of humanity is to is to organize itself. And also, I mean, it, it's also kind of I think an interesting that trope is kind of like whether intentional or not, I mean, largely intentional, kind of like almost like establish uh, like you know power structure propaganda in the sense that a lot of the really the really awful things I can think of that happened in history. Weren't really because society broke down. It's because a large number of people decided to organize and murder other people. Like you can, yeah. <laughs> or a small number of people decide to organize and murder other people. It's a, uh, it's, it's. Yeah, you'll, yeah. you'll also, you also notice that um, the groups that form that are fucking terrible all have one person uh... in charge. That was that is also true. You, you've got. Right in both Jacksonville and you've got the preacher uh, guy, where you've got one person in a position of power. Yeah, um, Fedra is its own thing, but that's because it's bureaucracy and it's people who were in. Power I did love the line was like, "You and, just think the government are all Nazis? They are, are all. Nazis. They are. All, they weren't back then. Well, yeah, now, but they weren't back then." Oh. Hey, Tristan, I know it was just an error. I know you meant to say Jackson, but you said Jacksonville. Oh, yeah. And now I really oh, want to see what oh post-apocalypse Jacksonville, Florida looks like. That That is just The Walking Dead. Florida is just The Walking Dead in the last universe. Let's be totally honest. Yes, Apologies yes. to our, our three listeners in Jacksonville, fight against Ron We love you, but... We love you, but dear God, you live in a cursed I'm land. I'm Massachusetts. It's cold, but there's no <laughs> I, DeSantis here. <laughs> I maintain 
that mankind was never meant to habitate habita- habitate in Florida. The entire land is cursed, and that every day we had a new Florida man story is just another example of nature or the universe punishing us well, for the our funny arrogance. thing that I will say in defense of Florida and Florida man, and I say is this people with relatives there who has no desire to ever go to, to, to live in it. So that's not my bag is that the reason why you hear so much crazy shit about Florida is because they actually have excellent public records laws. So all the crazy arrest shit that will happen, you can easily find in Florida. On the flip side, Massachusetts has some of the worst public record laws in the country. So get on that, changing yes, that, Mora Healy. I'm watching you, Mora. Change it, Mora. <laughs> <laughs> She's not going to change it. <laughs> but I wish she would. Oh. <laughs> I'm good. Awesome. Yeah. All right. I, else? I will, I for yeah. one, look forward to seasons two and three and the inevitable crime over Pedro dying one more time on screen. Rest in peace, Oberyn Martell, you beautiful, beautiful king. I'm just waiting for the inevitable Mandalorian crossover. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Grogu appears. <laughs> <laughs> and just dragging along a cart filled with the Beskar armor. And Joel just goes, oh, that's where I left it! And that's me typing... My show note that said end of spoilers at 122. I added the new show note. Never Hell mind, yeah. spoilers continue for the rest of the episode. Well, yeah. But uh but I'm good and uh and yeah, this is this is as usual fun and uh hey world, you got a timely episode on a timely topic from us. Uh next time we'll uh we'll do something that's yeah. uh that You sure did. It won't happen we, uh, again, we swear. <laughs> exactly, exactly. What you we won't want make this mistake twice. Use of games that came out three years before, and our extensive co- podcast on Berserk, which started in the eighties. Yeah. Join a um, union. Does anyone want to plug anything? I, <laughs> join a union. Um, I may live stream Woo! my playthrough of RE4 at least for Ooh. part of it. Um, if I do so, it will be uh, Saturday the. 25th? Will that be the 25th? Yeah. Uh, it'll be yep. Saturday the 25th, the 25th over yeah. at twitch.tv slash the underscore millennialist. And because that's really hard to spell for those at home, go to our uh, website. if you go on our website, spoilermedia.net, the link to yeah. his Twitch is right I, on the front I page. I sh- haven't done anything with it in so long, I shudder to think of the state of it. I... I didn't Listen, know you could get on the website. Digital cobwebs. <laughs> Spoilermedia.net. Click on each of the Twitch feeds. Just do it. Hit the follow button, and then just wait. And then just wait yeah. for the notification Don't worry. to come. At some I won't point pester you a lot. You won't have to shut off notifications Perfect. from me. It's true, but when it happens, you yeah. you stop it. It's like, honey, I know we're in the middle of getting married, but the Millinella list is about to stream. I gotta. We, we gotta pause Patrice, this for an hour. But Tristan's about to stream RE4. We gotta <laughs> exactly. put this on hold. Like, you know what? Um, I could finish this marathon, <laughs> or I could stop running, go to my phone, and watch Tris stream. <laughs> while while you're on our website, exactly. you should always check out our other episodes. Yes, you sh- yes you should. And so where can they find those, website, Tristan? You can also find us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher. Uh, are we still on um, Spotify? 
Yeah, we're still on Spotify. Yeah, yeah, we're uh, everywhere. You, hell, you can subscribe to the RMS feed if you want. So the, the cool thing about podcasts is that they are just feeds that you send yeah. to providers. So we should uh, we, we knock on wood are on like Spotify's and things of that nature in perpetuity. Knock on wood. Knock on wood. Knock on wood. So Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple yep. Podcasts, Stitcher. Yep. Everything. Our website, spoilermedia.net slash spoilercast. And like I said, we are still committed to making sure we can bring you guys all this fun news, even in this dystopian year of 2023, 20 years after the fall of civilization. Now, if you'll excuse me, I need to go put more biofuel into my generator. That's what someone told me, but I don't know what it means, cause I've done everything I know to try and make you mine, and I think